0: So, can I talk to you about some giddy shit?
1: What are you What are you happy about this week? <laughs> what What makes you gay this week?
0: Uh, being like literally gay has been making me gay. Um, so, Alexis and I are like finally like dating dating again. Oh, I was wondering. Yeah, it kind of came to a head eventually. Like, I did like a light dose of mushrooms with my friend, <laughs> and uh, she'll probably bleep her name out. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Ooh, big rips McGee uh, over there.
1: <coughs> all right. But uh, <coughs> did some shrooms with a friend.
0: Yeah, and we were talking about, you know, just our relationships. Like, it was like having, like, a great girl day. You know, we were, like, topless in the pool and, like, hanging out drinking and, like, on a little bit of mushrooms. It was wonderful. And just in talking about it, I was talking about just living with Alexis and how I've been having all these feelings about her, but I've been worried about them. You know, um, I had felt a lot of anxiety around the feelings that I had about Alexis because I've never lived with somebody I've dated before. Oh yeah. And so for me, like that was supposed to be a huge monument monumental deal. I had it in my head, I'm probably not gonna live with somebody until I've dated them for at least a year. Yeah, but and, like, you did it
1: the opposite way. You started living with them before getting into a relationship, so that's kind of different. Yeah, yeah. You also you each have your own room still. And we
0: still and we've dated before, but like yeah. In, in talking to her about Alexis, she was like, well, what 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 are the what, what problems do you have with her? And I was like, oh, I had, I mean, I guess I have a list of things or, like, had a list of, like, small things that annoy me. But, like, let me try and go through and verbalize those. So, like, I talked through those with Carol, and there were literally two of them. There were two things I could think of that, like, really made me worry. And she was like, that's it? Like, those are the only problems that you have? Like, those are such small things. And I, it, it never clicked me. I was like, oh, that is... That is it. Those are the only things that I really have an issue with. So from that point, I was like, fuck, fuck. Am I in love with Alexis? Fuck, dude. Like it, and it just kept dawning on me. And then I realized that like the anxiety that I was feeling was me recognizing the love that I felt, Mm -hmm. but the panic for that intense feeling and like what that feeling represented, like, Like, what giving in to that love would mean, right? Yeah. And that's why I kept feeling anxiety any time I had feelings for her, like, in our day-to-day life, right? It Mm -hmm. was always in company with it and anxiety. So, finally, you know, we've been getting closer and more physical and more affectionate over the last five months as we've lived together, right? Because when we first moved in, it really was, like, just two best friends that used to date living together. like it was a really great kind of like uh symbiotic best friendy relationship it was just very normal you know we each have our own rooms we do our shit right and mm-hmm. like go about our day in a very i don't know normally way very yeah. suburban way right <laughs> <laughs> and so uh but as about 3 months ago things just got a little bit more physical and it was like oh well this is just a nice extension of like being best friends we can just be best friends who you know are constantly naked around each other and cuddle and like occasionally suck each other's dicks and tell each other i love you but that doesn't mean that like we have feelings for each other or love each other at all we're just really good best friends like you know how historians are constantly looking at like two women who only live together and actually like yeah they were really good friends yeah
1: we forget (laughs) that like a lot of those lesbians like didn't even realize that they were lesbians really (laughs) you know they were just like yeah I mean, this is we just
0: we just live together and eat each other out, and like I love them and tell them that every day. But like we're just best friends, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's part of the like um, I don't know compet world. Part of the like um, you know, sex. The only real sex is PIV, and so like so lesbians are in this weird intersection of like oh, it just doesn't even count, you know? Like, it's, I, this just reminds me of when I was a Mormon teenager with, you know, and this other Mormon teenager and I were, like, having feelings for each other but weren't, like, even recognizing that in our own brains in mm-hmm. a way because it was, like, that's against the rules. And, but, like, yeah, those feelings of, like... It, it, we would have these deals of, well, we, you know, we can't kiss each other because that's... Um, you know, affection. against the rule that's like it's gay, but you know, we can like lay in bed and cuddle. And then, you know, if my head grazes your boob, I mean that you never know if a friend might, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Friends we literally, that? I think we literally like, we're like sucking each other's nipples before we actually kissed because, you know we're like grinding and stuff at least whatever it was we would definitely yeah. like skip some bases a little bit in that kind of weird christian you know way that you can do um we didn't go to anal you know before kissing <laughs> but it was like we're clearly like you know because it it's you're like taking advantage slash playing with that whole weird conception of of lesbian sex that the culture hands you that it's like
0: mm-hmm. well,
1: you know who's getting this is just yeah uh,
0: for us it was like we just occasionally suck yeah. each other's dicks and it's yeah. like in our heads it was it was like you know we we're so not advanced, but like we're so comfortable with sexuality yeah. and being sexual with each other. It doesn't even have to like enter like. Right. Like, of course, we care about each other as people and as yeah, humans. because we both like we're not sex heartless. And yeah, you know, it's enjoyable. And we've just got a, like We have stick. all of the same interest and really love spending yeah. time with each other. But we're not. We are not falling for each other at all. It's yeah. a, and until you know this conversation happens, and then finally, you don't uh, that, think Alexis week-
1: knew this whole time.
0: She was definitely, I think, more upfront about it and more visibly, at least to me and like how I perceive her, like open and like down to kind of open move it. to the possibility. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was clearly her kind of waiting on me to come around, mm-hmm. is what it felt yeah. like. And so, like after that m- little mushroom trip, over the next week, there were just like a couple different times where like we had we had like this first weird conversation where like, we were doing a thing. We we're going to sit down and like watch an episode of TV. I think we were watching top gear or something. And, um, uh, I don't know how it got started, but I think she said something like, you know, I feel like the, our line between like friend and girlfriend has been blurring a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, yeah, I've, uh, I've been feeling that too. Um, I kind of like that. And she was like, yeah, me too. I really like that. And I was like, all right, so what episode are we watching? I'm just like, let's move on past that. We've got the first check out of the way. Like, all right, we're <laughs> definitely moving in that direction. <laughs> and then, No, and then, that's like, the
1: most fun conversation you could possibly have. What well, is wrong with you?
0: Yeah, but then, like, a, two days later, like, as, like, things were clearly getting, like, lo- after that conversation, the floodgates to the lovey dovey kind of were open. Uh-huh. And so then just physically and kind of like in small gestures of affection just increased exponentially like yeah. over like two days and then we had another conversation where it was just like yeah i i really would like to like date you date you mm-hmm. you know i would really like to you know make this like a thing like a real thing and like we had the whole like conversation of like You know, I've never lived with someone I've dated before. I don't know how this is going to look. Yeah,
1: we're accidentally doing this thing that...
0: And she was just... For her, it was interesting. She was like, I had that worry at the beginning because I've never lived with somebody I wasn't dating. Right? So she's like, so for me, dating somebody I live with is like the norm of living with somebody. And, And I think I would be more worried about it if we hadn't had this weird BFF veil the entire time where it's just like, yeah, we just have to learn to live together for five months. Yeah and it really did kind of shake out where it's like the level of compatibility is so fucking right. high but but that makes me nervous anytime something is that good <laughs> yeah, i yeah i'm inherently distrustful of it yeah because it's like well In my life experience, anytime something's going pretty fucking swell, the universe is about to come kick me in the nuts. Brene
1: Brown calls this (laughs) foreboding joy. Okay. When you look at your little baby and you're like, she's so perfect and beautiful. Oh my God, I love her. And then you're just like, something bad can happen to her. You know, It's, it's it's awful because here we are trying to enjoy life and like when it's really good. And what does our brain try to do but go... It's probably not going to last, <laughs> you know, nothing ever does. Remember how nothing ever does, Yeah, you know, And it, but I don't know, like some good things do last a long time for a lot of people. And so um, for me, I'm just like, you just have to be in that moment and go, let's just embrace this and not, you know, be, be love like you never loved before. That's what I've and, done. Yeah, It's
0: just like, you, you know, it's been wildly, I mean, not just freeing, obviously freeing, but it's been such a new experience for me to be in a space where I can genuinely cast away all of my worry.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like falling into a pile of warm laundry.
0: Yeah. I uh-huh. mean, that's kind of what it feels like. Cause like I keep finding myself cause I'm an extremely anxious person. I have a lot of anxiety issues, a lot of paranoia issues. And when I'm like hanging out with her or just around her and I feel that start to tug at me, I just tell myself, like, no, you, you, t- you trust each other implicitly. You don't really lie to each other. You communicate extremely well. So you know that whatever information you have is the totality of information you need and that everything is OK and you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. And that leaning into this love feeling you feel laying next to this person isn't an inherently dangerous or bad thing because it's reciprocated. So like, why don't you how deep can you go? Like if yeah. this is a trip, how far out can you go exactly. with it? Exactly.
1: And you never know what the universe is or isn't going to do next, and so there's no point in worrying about it. Just fucking enjoy what is because that's the whole point.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's been amazing. I mean, it's been it's I mean, I've been in love before and I've had different types of love, but this is like a Mm-hmm. Much richer, more fleshed out type of love and connection. I
1: don't understand everything about love, you know, and and all the different kind of forms of it. And I think, but I think we don't make enough kind of it, we're not intersectional enough about how we think about the different components of love. And I think that compatibility, like as much as you know the the chemistry stuff, is kind of a separate issue in a lot of ways from that. But when there's both compatibility and chemistry, I mean, it's just like. The cr- yeah because a lot of times you've had chemistry with someone a lot and like a little bit of compatibility here whatever you know at least for me you're it's like super compatible. compatible but no chemistry exactly and then when it's both it's just like oh i mean i think that's really yeah
0: the, yeah i mean it's wild for me because like i you know for the last few months i haven't had the highest sex drive mm-hmm. you know which is weird for me I, not that I have a super high sex drive, but I have a pretty like active sexual life. Mm-hmm. And given we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, and so things mm-hmm. are different, and like sh- the constant stress of the world has killed a lot of people's sex drives. Stress tends to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of associating it with that, but then like, as soon as we had this like conversation and like I could free the love out of my mind, that the love wasn't bringing anxiety with it, that I just felt the love and was okay with it, my sex drive was like, oh, here we go. Like fucking, oh, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's we fucked more in the last like few days than we have in five months. Yeah. And it's, it's wild what that kind of, what kind of like mental, realities and, and or blocks we create for ourselves <laughs> right. and aren't even Our aware minds are of it so powerful yeah we just the think shared it's like reality. some sort of like su generous just naturally occurring this is just the state of things and this thing yeah. is just in being and this is just the no, way it but is. it was is y'all's
1: shared agreements and realities that changed and then your mind body systems have all this this whole yeah. flood of in love sex chemicals it's
0: been fucking awesome <laughs> yeah dude I mean, you're in love <laughs> yeah it's been really wonderful. <laughs> It's so well, funny. I it, it, the, up. Thanks. You know? The girlfriend, like, are like, we girlfriends conversation started, like, uh, and then, like, pretty soon into it, I, like, confessed. I was like, yeah, so, uh, just so you know, like, for the last, hey. like, month or so, like, whenever I'm talking to people who don't really know us or whatever, I use, I call you my girlfriend just for expediency. <laughs> like, I've been called, like, like she, <laughs> she broke a bong of mine, and, like, I asked yeah. the dude who made it. I was like, "Hey, man, could I like commission you to like fix this bong? I really love it." I was like, "My girlfriend broke it because it was easy to be like my we best friend who I live, live with, with, who's my roommate. We fuck everyone out and <laughs> we suck each
1: other's dicks sometimes, you know." And say my
0: roommate's not accurate, <laughs> no. but girlfriend was the appropriate term. That's what it should have been most of the time, yeah. right? But but it
1: is funny how much it's like that euphemism of like that. You're like my roommate because some of these gay people who were living together you know probably were you know throughout history sometimes getting together not thinking that they were in a relationship just knowing that they were two gay people who were like oh we're friends and then we start living together mm-hmm. now it's like oh damn
0: yeah i start i don't say roommate for that reason a lot of times mm-hmm. with people because it still has that connotation it especially like it closeted, yeah yeah it's like oh this is my roommate and they're like oh, roommate uh-huh It's
1: like roommate slash lover <laughs> yeah you know, you know.
0: And not to say that, like, that's not possible, right? That, like, you can't have best friends you live with and fuck. Like, I have lots of friends that do that, you know? I think for the beginning of this, we were genuinely that. Like, we really were just best friends for a while at the beginning. It's just that, like, you know, we broke up because we were... We both felt like we were heading in two different directions in life. And then Mm -hmm. we didn't talk for a while. And then we kind of... We didn't talk for, like, two months and then became friends again. But really just because we both wanted to be friends and like had a great time hanging out with each other. Yeah. So when we first lived together, it was a wonderful best friend vibing kind of house and living, living experience. And, and that then showed us like, at least it showed me like a level of compatibility I didn't know was possible with a person. Yeah. Right. i have like, like, sorry, I could just gush about this. No, all day. I get
1: it. No, I get it. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, it's, uh, it's really great, and you're so lucky that you, you know, all this kind of stuff was happening right around the time of that you were able to kind of, um, with you know, just the timing of our lease and coronavirus, it just kind of sent y'all into this direction of living together and everything. And so, you know, in in this time when people are quarantining and whatnot, like that, that you got to have this unfolding as your yeah. quarantine roommate situation. I feel so lucky. That's some, yeah.
0: Because people take are struggling fucking, romantically. Take a fucking right now. moment to
1: breathe in some gratitude because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I do I just feel so bad every day for people who so I, I still talk to people who still to this day are like super quarantining. They they're working from home or, or not even working and they don't see anyone, they're not in a relationship, no roommates, and they literally haven't hugged anyone for four months now. It's still real. Yeah. I'm like, dude, a friend. But yeah, I don't know how to say it. Like on Twitter, you know, it's like I I I get that from some like a comedian or something in LA who's like Say and I'm like mm-hmm. you could hug
0: <laughs> Find you- someone to hug. Find someone to hug. I mean I, not
1: against the rules. No.
0: Uh, gosh. Sorry. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, but um yeah, well I feel incredibly lucky too. It just uh, yeah. It's wild to me.
0: We keep joking about the universe. We've like personified the universe to such a degree now that like <laughs> the universe is. Co- Did you ever listen to that Pat Oswald album? I think it's My Finest Hour, where he does a joke about the god of caprice and whimsy because a rat like crawls across like a power line behind his house, like a giant rat. Mm-hmm. You our universe has essentially become that god in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. the universe is just fucking with everybody because there's so much stuff that seems like wonderfully planned Mm -hmm. and not necessarily coincidental. Like we Mm -hmm. break up because we are like, we're heading in two different directions. You know, we should really like, you know, just be friends, but move in other ways. Right. Mm -hmm. Two months of not talking, come back together to like hang out and it turns out we're both thinking about moving to Oakland and we're like yeah. oh what a great thing like we wow. could move to Oakland together
1: yeah that would be and, make it a lot easier yeah and
0: have like a like i like hanging out with you like you've got a good job we could like m- do this and like have like some sort of stable shit like when we move right and then the universe it's in our heads like the universe is like oh heading in two different directions well what if directions didn't exist anymore (laughs) (laughs) and then the pandemic happens and shit just shuts down and like our lease is up and so like i move in with her yeah and and then directionless when that thing that divided us was no longer there, there yeah we come back together right yeah. and then like we're like we're just best friends and the universe is like best friends <laughs> whoa yeah well <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if that old spark came up <laughs> you know just like
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know why my universe sounds kind yeah. of like edwin <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i like the voice for for god for- it's perfect you know i because i do think that we are all collectively god and i don't know exactly how that works but it's like it's interesting what's getting manifested right now in the world
0: this is the gender fluids podcast On Twitter, we're at Pod. Our email is GenderFluidsPod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Yeah, so I don't know where I saw this posted, but I did see somebody post, you know, seven steps for to groom your young <laughs> Christian wife. And this is going to take a second to read because it's a little long, but it is... I promise you worth it. So I'm going to start off by reading what, because it's like a listener, you know, so-and-so's a reader and they wrote in their question about how to, you know, with this problem, right? Mm. So this is this dude's problem because it is a dude writing it. I have read your site for a long time, but this is my first time writing to you. My wife and I have been married for a year. She's 18 and I am 24. (laughs) Now I'm trying to get my wife to follow her role as I begin to assume my role as leader. I'm six years older than her, but that seems to just make things worse. She keeps saying, you're not my father. Uh She was raised in a strict family, and I guess she thinks that now that she is married, she is free from all authority. I have recently put us both on a budget. I've created a budget, and I keep my side, but she keeps overspending on hers. I read your articles, Seven Ways to Discipline Your Wife, Mm -hmm. and you recommend (laughs) taking away her debit card. I know I could do this, but in my view, this should be the last option. I'm considering starting spanking her. (sighs) (laughs) I have mentioned it to her, not on the budget, but in general, and she is against it. She thinks spanking is treating her like a child. Yeah. I read your warning about a wife reporting her husband for spanking her, and my wife would not do that. She was taught to resolve family issues inside the family. Oh, so hot. <laughs> she would complain she complained to her mom about something in our marriage a few months ago, and her mom told her she did not want to hear about it. Quote, You and your husband need to work that out on your own.
1: Oh man.
0: Oh, just like fuck me now dude but
1: i mean this is so sad but at the same time like if these people would just like recognize their reality for what is and go okay you want to make this a sex thing though you know right
0: anywho uh, we we're very early on in our marriage and i know so, like,
1: you want to spank me <laughs> mm. all right let's explore this
0: right It's this line we're early on in our marriage and i know this is the time when we will set the pattern for the rest of our marriage yeah set the pattern of being kinky
1: yeah i was gonna say yeah if y'all would just be kinky because because sometimes she you know she is younger like i forget the man woman thing you know but she is younger and so you know maybe he does know more things right now you know, about budgets or this that and and so if Sh- he he wants to share that with her, but that's an area of weakness for her, and she has some resistance. Then instead of like resenting him for it, it c- they could make it into a thing of like yeah, but, All right, but if you don't these people th- are so
0: far into like the so Christian thing that it can't even they, get to it that, can't that even point. be that sex
1: positive. No, that's the problem. You can't be that sex positive. Like here, they are doing the kinkiest shit. Oh, I'm trying to spank her in 2020. <laughs> <I'm just> spank <laughs> my wife, and it's like they don't even realize that that's you know. That they're playing out, like we're all masturbating to like the ridiculous uh, caricature (laughs) of what they're doing. Yeah, Yeah, this like antiquated caricature of of, like human, you know, um, whatever came before us in this evolution, (laughs) you know, of healthy relationships. And here they are just acting it out. I mean, it's kind of, yeah, it's just like how hot that uh, The Keeper's movie is. I know, it's so wrong, but but but
0: just the best writing.
1: Dude, I was reading the most awful thing the other day, and I was like, "This would really turn Ava on." It was just like someone's <laughs> truly horrific. Oh, they were raised. Oh, it was all. It was like a um, uh, someone who had been raised in a very conservative situation, such that they got into a conversion therapy thing where they were trying to get her to act uh, like a girl. She, I think, had. St- 'Cause she was like gender nonconforming, a vagina person who's gender nonconforming and, and they were trying to get her to act like a girl. Um, and this man would come in and like just like berate her and ask her questions like, So do you like um do you like boys? And she's like, No. And she's like, Do you like boys? and get la- and just like start terrorizing her and then be like, Do you like playing with dolls? No. Do you like play <laughs> like and, and then it just progresses to the point where they're having um someone some man have sex with her and she has like a, a small vagina she's like born with like some kind of you know one of those yeah. conditions where she's like a little she's uh, she turns out that she's x y intersex or, so when i say vagina person like vagina present, like i think yeah i think we're technically putting this one in the woman or a female category you know how it gets um confusing there i think the gametes or whatever she's female x y intersex and so her vagina was all small and this dude is like Trying to, have, she's always bleeding and crying. At the end, I mean, she lived at like this horrific, you know. And and then it's they convinced her that she was trans. I think to because that was better for them and their weird, you know, conservative mindset. What that she would, instead of instead of her being, but she's trans. I mean, if you even call that trans X Y intersex but, but so they wanted her to be a boy now because they were like, okay, if you're gonna insist on liking girls and being this way, now you got to be a boy. Um, so they like started trying to program her for that after that. I mean, she lived as, it was just like insane, That's fucking like terrible. a movie. Like I didn't know that was happening really. And like, I was like, I, but she was posting it as like the last post in, in this Reddit. And so I couldn't be like, is this in America? What? Who, yeah. When? I mean, How conversion
0: therapy camps are fucking crazy. There's no rules. There's no regulation. There's very She's little to zero oversight. Yeah. Stuff.
1: Um, yeah. So now she she just identifies as a woman and is back to like just being a gender nonconforming kind of presents as like a, like a me type of lesbian. But like, yeah, just went through, but I was, the whole thing was so fucking, I mean, I was, my hot dial was, I, I just like, I wasn't going there. I just went the right of the day or something. I, I was like, I could lean into being turned on by this, but I really don't have to, and I'm just not going to right now. I mean,
0: it's really hard, like, when you're reading firsthand accounts like that to be able to go there. It's you kind of have for because the like the level of appalled that you are is so large that yeah. it's hard to like bring in any sort of workable level of like sexuality right. to it, right? Or sexualness, right? Yeah. You got for me, I would when I read those things, like, I always read them and I'm just like aghast, and then like give myself some time and well, then go back to if it if
1: i just sent it to you as like erotic fiction then i think you would really enjoy <laughs> <laughs> uh someone wrote this i just said, just to <laughs> remove your moral like dilemma and culpability or whatever i just start sending you horrific real stories and being like look at this hot erotic fiction i found
0: that's you. <laughs> fucking brilliant <laughs> can we host that game show on hbo <laughs> real 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 <laughs> trauma or erotic or fiction <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually yes I don't know about
0: putting uh, it on network
1: TV, but I feel like I, I think could get we that. could get that could on get like Stars show, or something. something. Yeah, one of those.
0: Hey, like let us read celebrities' different horrible yeah. stories, and Anyone then they have willing to, to share guess. it.
1: Find the shit on Reddit and ask the author. Be like, hey, can I use you for our game show? Yeah. <laughs> can I use your hor- horrific childhood?
0: <laughs> 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 you know, for the game show because you know because it's, it's America. Well, at this point, <laughs> all we can do
1: is laugh. You know. <laughs>
0: If if in this country we can't turn (laughs) traumatic childhood stories into a profiting game show on cable television.
1: What is America anyway?
0: What's this country even you know? What is
1: it even? um yeah no you, you know you got a tragedy plus time equals comedy so if it's been long enough for you and your horrific childhood that you're happy for it to be on a game show then please do i think let our- us know if you've written like if you got like a good diary or ever posted it anywhere on the internet or you know you want to go ahead and write it up oh if, yeah if you had a really tragic some of our kinky fucking faggot listeners had like a horrific childhood where <laughs> they really were like abused you know um, if you're willing and comfortable, you know, to, to, to write that down and share that with us,
0: knowing it will be used, knowing for it will be show. used for a
1: game show where we have people to decide whether your life is real or the erotic. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very down. Um, and look, here's the thing.
0: Also to those of you writing in
1: genderfluidpodcast at gmail.com.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Then we have all of them. Yeah.
0: And genderfluidpod. They both forward to each other. Yeah. Um, fuck. I took that hit in that space. Oh yeah, I don't want kinky people out there who have had traumatic past writing in trying to zhuzh up your past and make it cooler than it is. Like
1: not too. I mean, you know, you can take a little bit of artistic license if you want to. Yeah, but I'm saying judge, yes, lie, no. You know, don't. Okay, okay. that's better. Judge is the right amount a bit. (laughs) just <laughs> up your mall station stories.
0: If, if, you, if you're an English major and you want to use some nice descriptive language that's fine, but like, I think it'd
1: be healthy for us all to write erotic fiction about our our trauma. our trauma. Yeah, that might not be the
0: worst exercise. No, I don't think it would be.
1: Yeah, so however you want to write it, you can write it. Don't try you don't have to try to write it as erotica. It will turn us on if you just <laughs> if you got abused by an adult. Like
0: whatever terrible description if you're like I oh, felt him that... rip my asshole uh, as he thrust it inside like it's not a real good thing, of but it's just
1: all we are <laughs> is a couple of pedophile bottoms <laughs> talking about sex <Secretary laughs> you know what i mean but like forget the rest of the description the point is that we're uh, well, it's on just by so funny
0: at the end of the day you know yeah. like it's
1: it's funny but it's also it's f- you know
0: it's fucked up I, I was such no, a I'm saying child. like our thing is funny yeah the actual thing happening no terrible. at the time it's
1: truly truly like the, but the worst stuff in that ever happens is the stuff that is the funniest later, you know? I mean, on the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once you're on the
0: right <laughs> wavelength, once you, sh- once you put those walls up around you your emotions, your walls up.
1: well, and, or you've just dealt with things in therapy or whatever form of therapy in your life so thoroughly that you're able to like have power back over it again, you know? Yeah. To, to the idea of masturbating about your own, like, okay. So say okay, masturbating
0: to your own trauma, to your own
1: trauma, yeah, I mean, and I've, just not being guilty about it. Because I, I mean, think some people... I've done that. Intrusive thoughts can come in, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. I I Oh, my God. I didn't even think about this. Uh, I masturbated to myself for the, for the first time, like, in a new way the other day. I was, like, browsing Tumblr porn mm-hmm. uh, on, like, the sites that are still up. Um, and I saw a picture of myself. Like, someone had what? found... What? Had, take, had taken one of my nudes. Oh, my God. And, like posted it on like this like trans girl like tumblr porn blog right Mm -hmm. but it was the first time i've ever seen just like myself come up like where i didn't post the picture like Mm -hmm. where someone took one of my pics right wow and like it one it didn't worry me like i thought it would i wasn't like oh no i gotta batten down the hatches right Yeah, yeah but two it was it was really hot yeah. Like it was super hot to like scroll because I'm just scrolling past pictures looking for things I can pause on for a minute, like then move on. Yeah. Unless I find a picture I really want to like focus it on. Right. Yeah. But so I just like, you know, it was a genuine just boop, 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 whoa, like I missed it and I had to come back. I was like, is that holy is that fuck me? <laughs> I'm, there I am. Yeah, that's crazy. And man. like, uh, yeah, I got, I fucking like got really turned on by it and then like mm-hmm. got off to my own picture. Knowing that Uh, other people were, like... Because it had, like, you know, like, on this Tumblr, it had, like, a couple thousand, like, you know, likes 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 or whatever. Uh Or notes. I don't know what they call it on there. It's, like, when something, like...
1: But, But yeah, it had uh, thousands of people had reacted to it. And, like,
0: I've gotten, like, thousands of, like, reactions on things I've, like, posted on, like, Reddit and other sites, you know? Uh Like, I've gotten a lot of, like, attention on that. And that's really fun and sexy, knowing that many people have, like, seen you and thought, yeah. Uh But, like... This was hotter because they took my thing to put on their little site, which is just what they like, yeah. And like to get off to, and Uh other people were like, "Oh yeah," and like the idea of like being that hot to that many people was so hot to me that like I got off looking at the picture of me that everybody else thought was hot and like objectified myself, like,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, it was so good
1: but that's not trauma. What, no, it's not trauma,
0: but sorry, just masturbating to yourself and yeah, to yeah, your yeah. past trauma made me think I got off to myself recently.
1: No, anyway. yeah, but but uh yeah, I wonder I wonder about that for people. Like, I don't know if that just would be really upsetting for people to hear and think about. Or,
0: I mean, I think you got to be a pretty self aware person to be able to masturbate to your own trauma. I think you can. It depends on the trauma. I mean, obviously,
1: some trauma is not really.
0: Yeah, but like you know, I I think some that could go a really bad, dark place really fucking quick, right? I think you got to be a pretty like
1: high level compartmentalized. or just like kind
0: of <laughs> grounded and like have like no kind of like know yourself well enough yeah. to be able to get off to it and not have it send you down a fucking spiral afterwards yeah or like good point but i think it's definitely possible and helpful mm-hmm. potentially anywho let me keep reading that was it that was oh like yeah i forgot We're a still tangent on. and a tangent of the grooming, grooming of the... your
1: wife oh my god yeah okay so he that this is all part of his question we haven't even gotten to the answer yet right yeah
0: so he just asked you know how do I help? How do I discipline my wife? Cause she's spending I too much take money. Her debit card I wanna, card away, yeah. That he's like, I taking the debit card away. should be the last thing, yeah. but spanking seems much more reasonable. Well,
1: I'm quite frankly more interested in it.
0: <laughs> so I might cut this part out, but just so you can hear it at least, I'm mm-hmm. going to read different sections. Cause it's kind of stupidly long. Um, but the beginning part, this, the person around writing the article titles, the section uh, grooming is sinful in humanism, but is sacred in the Bible. Merriam-Webster's online dictionary defines the definition of groom as, quote, to clean and maintain the appearance of, in parentheses, an animal, to make neat or attractive, to get into readiness for a specific object, objective. And this fits within the traditional understanding of this word. But humanists see grooming as one person conditioning another person to allow them or someone else to abuse them. The term is often associated with pedophiles preying on children, sex traffickers conditioning women for prostitution, or husbands conditioning their wives to allow them to abuse them. According to secularhumanism.org, a core tenet of humanism is the freeing of the individual from the controls of the family, church, state, and increasingly empowering each other to set the terms of his or her own life. This is why the concept of one person exerting control over another person is heresy to a humanist, while conversely, consent is sacred. And then in bold, and this is why grooming is a trigger word for humanist. But from a biblical perspective, grooming when used in the sense of a husband conditioning his wife to be in complete subjugation to him and molding her to... Molding her behavior to his preferences is not evil or immoral, but rather these actions are righteous and holy and required by husbands of God.
1: Wait, do they have some scriptural references they're putting in here? I don't yeah, know, or...
0: there's one coming. Okay. Uh, so now mm-hmm. let's compare that definition to what the Bible calls a husband to do to their wife in Ephesians 5.25-27. through 27. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, Hmm. that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Look at the striking parallels between the way God requires husbands to love their wives as Christ loves the church and what grooming actually is. So, we can rightly say, as Christians, that the biblical call for husbands to wash their wives with the word of God, to present their wives to the... Uh, the fuck, this guy writes so terribly. So we can rightly say, as a Christ, as Christians, that the biblical call for husbands to wash their wives with the word of God, to present their wives to themselves in a glorious fashion, is to call for husbands to groom their wives. And one thing I want to mention for my humanist friends out there that are in a major trigger mode right now. Some of them may be hung up on the word, quote, animal in the definition of grooming. If you look at the definition here, you will see examples of grooming as an impeccably groomed woman was being groomed as a presidential candidate, so on and so forth. So no, this term is not exclusively used for animals. Important prerequisites to grooming your young bride. Now that we have established that, this, that grooming is not wrong, but actually a man's God-given duty to groom his bride as Christ grooms his church, we need to talk about the prerequisites that should be met before a Christian husband attempts, to, attempts this grooming process with his wife. I'm not reading the d- descriptions of these, I'm just going to read the numbers. Pre- prerequisite one, you and your young bride must both be believers prerequisite number two your new life need to be biblical christians or biblicist christians which is as opposed to a humanist christian humanist christians believe like choice parts of the bible and that parts of the bible were cultural oh, this is all according to this guy that yeah. parts of the bible are cultural and not necessarily representative of our times and so they pick and choose biblicist christians take every word as the fucking word of god like there's no interpretation to it that is like what literally what it means uh prerequisite three. Your wife needs to be young. I'm reading this one. Oh even if you are both Biblicist Christians, age is a major factor in a man grooming his wife. I have consistently heard from mentoring couples I have spoken with that the grooming of a bride has the most success in women under the age of twenty-five. After that, the chances of success radically fall, even with believing wives. I was given examples of Christian wives in their 30s and 40s trying to get into these mentoring programs. At the beginning of the program, they really seemed like they wanted to change. But the vast majority of the cases, as they exited the program, they no longer uh, believe that they can make the necessary changes. Yeah, old bitches aren't falling for that shit. Like, as soon as you put them in, they're like, yeah, fuck this. Like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um. So the seven steps to... Groom your bride. Step one, earn, lear, unlearn what your culture has taught you, hmm. and then get they give a Bible quote from Romans twelve two. So unlearn what your culture has taught you. God calls on us to unlearn the false teachings of this world that we have been conditioned with our entire life. This will require a radical worldview change for both you and your wife. One of the hardest parts to make, one of the hardest changes to make for any couple, is the rejection of the quote adult-child paradigm. Our modern culture teaches us that there are only two primary social classes, adults and children. Children have, been limit, have limited rights until they reach adulthood, and then they have full autonomy. The Bible does not recognize the adult-child paradigm, but rather it specifies three primary classes of people within society, and those are men, women, and children. Under God's law, The social class of men are the only ones who have full autonomy. Women are to be under the authority of men in the home, the church, and society at large. And the children are to honor and obey their fathers and mothers. It is impossible to fully embrace the teachings of the Bible concerning gender roles without a husband and wife being willing to fully reject the modern teachings of the adult-child paradigm. When a Christian wife comes to reject the adult-child paradigm, the whole, you are not my father and you are treating me like a child, which is the problem that the dude had earlier on uh, with his wife, will quickly disappear.
1: See, this is all just backwards because it's supposed to be that there are three types of people, boys, girls, and moms. Those are the three types, <laughs> and that moms should be in charge. Because that's like, you know, when yeah. you go through child uh, bearing and birth, like your body changes and everything, and like your mind, you know, you're changed by these hormones and stuff. You're a different, you're a, that's another gender or whatever. There's the three genders for you, whatever, the types of people, however we want to put it. Can it be boys, mommies? girls, and moms? But yeah, of course. Boys, girls, and mommies. Mm I'm about that, those are, the, <laughs> those are the three shout out and to all the mommies out there. <laughs> I just was thinking again last night about how great it would be if the Mormon church would just let mommies do those baptisms, all those baptisms <sighs> for dads or daddies. Yeah, oh, uh, the world in which you got to be, and of course, so because you know, it would be like one dude would be baptizing like 10 people in a row for a while, and then you'd switch out the dude, whatever, mm-hmm. so you never know which person you're going to get so sometimes you know you don't always get the mommy you're hoping for but oh every now and then you do <laughs>
0: just it's like you're playing russian roulette with mommies in baptism and just like mo- slip one in every now and then and you're like oh yeah like yeah, i lucked out exactly. this
1: time and even the mommies who you're not like s- super attracted to it's like it's still like a mom body you know? yeah. you're still getting cradled still getting mom bodied but yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, one of those larger women you're like <laughs> singing
0: i'm just nuzzling here <laughs> They have to How put up no <laughs> nuzzling signs. <Let's laughs>
1: How many people do we get to do in a row? 15? Mm. That's the thing. It's nice. You get baptized like 15 times in a row and stuff. Hot. Oh, so good.
0: I just really feel the spirit. I just want
1: to <laughs> start a new church where I just take... I take some of the good hot stuff for Mormonism, but... Turn it into mommy. It's just a matriarchal instead of a patriarchal religion. Yeah. for starters, obviously you should
0: just make just make it exactly, exactly. like Mormonism. I
1: <laughs> just matriarchy. Call it
0: call it hot Mormonism. Hot Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Under parody law, it's like yeah. yeah. It, oh yeah, yeah it's, it's a, just parody a parody church, but yeah. I mean, it is a five hundred one c three as know, part of the parody. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's important to our art that we <laughs> have the tax structure of the <laughs> 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 uh, so Yeah, anyways. but it is a good idea, honestly. Yeah, But so I would say instead of, you know, no alcohol, no coffee, no tea, whatever, we just, and because you normally you would meet with like a priesthood leader of some sort who would be like, have you done any of these things or masturbated? And instead you would have a, a woman who would be like, talk to you about how much you do those things and how you do them and in what context, mm-hmm. you know, sex and drugs and all that kind of stuff you're right it would be the best religion
0: (laughs) i think that i think you have to use your religion and wage war against the biblicist christians and their uh man or man or what is it fucking men women and children dichotomy you're like no 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 not men women and children
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the real difference yeah
0: there's you're like we also have three
1: categories yeah but But it's boys girls and moms mommies Mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's the truth. The campaign, that's the truth. In that's way. the
0: campaign you grow this on.
1: Mm-hmm. Boys, girls, and mommies. Everyone knows that's true. Everyone knows that's the reality. You know, because it does change. You know, women as you know, people who give birth, especially in this immense way, it changes their bodies, changes everything. You know what I mean? Whereas for fathers, there's a sort of like. Yeah, it changes you and especially, you know, the ones who really bond with their kids and that changes you, whatever, not the same like embodied crazy way that mom's yeah. like mom is a real thing. I can't
0: imagine it like physically. Yeah. Well, that's why I think <laughs> did you- <laughs> I think I I think I'm going to have my uh, classes of people split apart. I'm just going to say there are people and then there are mommies.
1: Yeah. yeah well, exa- <laughs> well, that's essentially. Yeah.
0: Yeah boy girls like if i'm gonna try and like do be fractiony about Everyone's it and like reduce it down mommies. as far as possible yeah, yeah. children and mommies. you're a child or you're a mommy
1: yeah and that's be- yeah that's exactly like, that's the reality um because that's cause that's with a better the-
0: structure for the church too because then it ha- plays into the whole momminess mm-hmm. of the church so it's like you in the end of there you get to keep the language of like my children right yeah. and like yeah
1: but the sacred priesthood is um is child bearing and birth and and, and birth giving and stuff and that's you could you either in that priesthood or you're not and it doesn't matter you know whether you're not because you're barren or what it's just like that that's how it works and i you know because i here i am i would be a child in this and i feel like a child but until you you have to have, have birth, had a
0: kid mm-hmm. or maybe i don't know had and lost a kid.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that can kind of put you because it does change your body in a spectrum as well, Maybe right?
0: Miscarriages or like yeah. the level down or abortions. You, know? yeah. you still
1: carried. You still carried a child. Yeah. Still changes you. Just like how a girl's you can, body is. But you
0: have to do that to occupy higher positions within the church.
1: Oh right? yeah, there's a. That's what I'm saying. It's just like a step ladder of the priesthood. <laughs> just like Mormonism. Hood. Yeah, and yeah, because like I, I was realizing and reading, you know, how I I have my bit about how the girl's you know boobs got bigger because she got pregnant, and then yeah, and I'm like, but yeah, because she. didn't and keep it it doesn't you know get chewed up by the, now i realized i did some more reading and it's like oh if you i think it's not not just give you actually give birth you know carry to full term and give birth but it's if you um breastfeed then all that good stuff goes away sometimes mm-hmm. your boobs are even smaller and more saggy than, than before and so i'm like no it's specifically that she got pregnant and didn't keep it you know or mm-hmm. if you miscarry but those are the people with like the perfect, <laughs> I'm like, damn it, man. That's when, now I'm like, see, we really should just get me pregnant if possible. Cause it's like, fuck my body, you know? <laughs> but like, I uh, want to keep her in that perfect. Uh.
0: <laughs> Let's keep you pristine. Yeah.
1: Well, it's also like, I don't know. I guess you're, cause you're as a, uh, like, yeah. Ex, ex person. Um, I'll be like our, our sexual peaks um, tend to be from 27 to 45. So if you just kind of get it where you're like, all right, we can uh, have the child bearing right when we're kind of at the tail end of that anyway, and we're like, oh, eh, well, sex drive will fall away anyway, then it's like, okay, well, we may as well do that to your body, but <laughs> 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 now we don't care as much. It'll be more important to have a child. So, And I'll be 45 by the time she's 38, so yeah, you know. Maybe we will just do it then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should not care so much. I'll stop. Um, All right. Here okay. We go. So back to disciplining wives. Yeah. Or grooming is grooming good.
0: wives. Uh, step number two is you need to learn to embrace biblical gender roles. Step number three is you need to seek out a male spiritual advisor. Step number four is you must teach your wife biblical gender roles. Uh, so, you have to, like, be their, like, spiritual teacher and, like, um, impart this doctrine onto your wife. Step number five is you need to get your wife a female spir- spiritual mentor. Uh, number six in the steps is you have to mold your wife to be the glorious wife you want her to be. Uh, <laughs> they're like, Christ did not give up his life for his wife's happiness, he gave up his life to purchase his wife, Acts twenty twenty eight, so that he could groom her into the wife he wanted to be.
1: Like in a kinda um Obi Wan Kenobi way? I guess.
0: Interesting. <laughs> but you had to like make your wife, you know, the person that you want her to be. You can mod he says like you can modify her clothing style to wear styles you prefer. You can make her learn to cook the foods you enjoy, you can make her watch the T V shows you like to watch. Okay. And in and they say and in Proverbs five eighteen through nineteen we read one of the greatest ways a husband is actually commanded to groom his wife. Let thy foundation be blessed and rejoice with the wife of the, of thy youth. Let her be as loving. Let her be the loving hind and pleasant roe. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times, and let thou be ravished always with her love. While husbands are commanded not to deny sexual relations to their wives in Exodus blah 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 blah, and in corinthians blah 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 blah, the bible never commands wives to make their husbands satisfy themselves sexually or to satisfy them sexually it does however command men to do just that in the passage above a christian wife's grooming (laughs) a christian wife's grooming her god ordained subjugation to her husband is never complete until she's been groomed to be loving pleasant and completely sexually satisfying to her husband oh
1: my god
0: Oh fuck! <laughs> oh. oh, damn! It. <laughs> it's so <laughs> hot. I
1: mean, I can't imagine this guy is writing this without knowing. Like, <laughs> 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 it's just like it's it's like that fourteen-year-old trying to get people to pee. This guy has to be like, dude. Are these people think <laughs> is this serious that people like think I'm just like some Christian, you know? Oh, of course. So this is what the Bible says. Like, obviously, I I'm mean, fucking jerking I'm, off while I'm typing this shit.
0: Right. Like, I'm fucking red and hot <laughs> after like reading that passage, man. Because it's like I'm all about. I'm super into brainwashing. Yeah. Like, I love like getting yeah. into like brainwashing, like uh, erotica and like hypnotization yeah. of fetish shit. Right. Yeah. And this is like just right there along with it. Like you're being groomed. You're yeah, being it's brainwashed. Slave
1: type thing. It's, yeah. And it's
0: religiously ordained i mean this is literally a fucking script and playbook for like a role play i'm gonna make alexis do right like (laughs) hey you know how i'm staying home and being off domestic because of like the pandemic can we pretend like you're my super christian wife and like you have to like you know hit me if i like disobey or like don't keep the house how you want oh my fucking (laughs) god like fuck yeah dude like it's the Uh (laughs) uh-huh it's everything i've ever wanted (laughs) You know, I've, uh, we've talked about how... Well, like, see, this you is the thing.
1: It also doesn't have to be people's trauma, you know, the erotica game show. It's like, or, you know, so, so some weeks it's that. Some weeks it's yeah. like, is this erotica or is this weird Christian <laughs> grooming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird Christian or justifications. Is, or, or is th- this
0: advice giving in non-fetishistic earnest? <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> Religious advice or erotica. <laughs>
0: and here we get to step number seven, the most important step, discipline your wife. It, and he quotes Revelations 3.19 from the King James Version, As I may love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. The above verse is Christ speaking to his churches after having just rebuked them and threatening to discipline them if they did not repent. Christ associates this rebuke and chastens his... And chastens with his love for his churches. In Ephesians 5:25, the Scripture tells us, "Husbands, love your love your wives, even as Christ also loves the church and gave himself for it." So, if a husband is loving his wife like as Christ loves the church, then he will rebuke and discipline his wife. Sure. Otherwise, he is not loving her as Christ loved his church. Discipline from discipline from you towards your wife is crucial for the grooming process to work in the life of their a life of your wife there are many ways to discipline your wife this is the best part <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago i would have been against wife spanking as a concept was so foreign to me i did not know any christians who engaged in it but since i started this blog back in 2014 I've had the opportunity to interact with many Christian couples who engage in wife spanking, which is commonly referred to as Christian domestic discipline or CDD for oh short. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've already given me an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Dive into the horns or just <laughs> thank God. You should uh, start writing erotica. It's you know, so it's good. Emotion. I have also had the opportunity to interact with some Christian husband. Slash wife mentor teams who help teach husbands how to spank their wives and what? also teach the wives how to accept and embrace this type of physical discipline from their husbands. Oh my god! So there are Christian Uh-oh. tag team <laughs> <laughs> teachers who are like, Here, we'll teach, we'll teach you, you. how you can play across <laughs>
1: my lap, sister so and so.
0: And like, also, I just love the way it's like you're 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 helping train like you've been brainwashed and indoctrinated (laughs) and you're helping train other bitches to be brainwashed and indoctrinated. And I'm sure that, like you know, you get practiced on as part of this training. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. This is some Epstein type shit. Oh, I mean, this this is some like Joe Sixpack Epstein type yeah. shit. <laughs> Low key like, Epstein We ain't shit. got islands, but we got dogma. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we get him to let we get him to let us spank him. <laughs> I mean, we can't afford under the under 18s, but we do yeah. prefer 18 to 25. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. <laughs>
1: 17 is fine too. You know we
0: can't afford to get out of our jail sentences, but we can't afford to beat an abuse charge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> religious crowns.
0: Based on upon based upon what I have learned and seen over these last few years, I can now say the following: I used to be against wife spanking. Then I was neutral no, it, neutral so to idiot. it, as I could not <laughs> see condemnation in it for the Bible. I funny thing, read the years. whole
1: thing cover to cover. <laughs> I was like, is there anything in here I could possibly interpret as saying I shouldn't spank my wife? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I spent weeks. No, come on. You only look for justification whatever you want. I mean, it's so clearly...
0: I have come to see it as the most effective tool a husband can use in his role as a human instrument of the yes. sanctification in the life of his wife. <laughs> uh, you're an instrument of sanctification in my life. Fucking sanctify me. Oh, if I'm getting spanked for sure, I'm just like, oh, sanctify me. Oh, fucking sanctify me. <laughs> What do you want me to do Praise to pleasure God. you sexually? Mm-hmm. I have to do it fully. The Bible mm-hmm. said Yeah. that dude had She'll to beat to be me a... off of his dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to
1: say, you have to be withholding a little bit. you gotta get be a little bratty.
0: Whenever I speak on wife spanking, I must issue the following cautionary note. While it's a husband's God-given right to use spanking as a form of discipline on his wife, with or without her consent, <laughs> A husband should be wise in regard to the hostile culture we live in. We live in a culture which denies almost all the rights God has given us as a husband, including his right to discipline his wife. That means that if you do not have your wife's consent to spank her and she calls the police on you, you may go to prison (laughs) for domestic abuse.
1: <laughs> but it is what God would want. So it's what God. See if you can get away with it,
0: <laughs> no, right? He's like, <laughs> he's like. A lot of people
1: don't call the police, as it turns out.
0: As, <laughs> on God's word, <laughs> consent not needed. Yeah, but in this fucking bitch ass society, <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah <laughs> that exactly that's it. his
0: that's his like cheap lawyer friend being like, look, dude, I want love the article, but just yeah. as a friend. You might add this They'll, disclaimer we'll in here. If you don't mention. Because <laughs> then you might be advocating liable, for. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you are, but people might say you're yeah. advocating for spousal abuse.
1: <laughs> yeah, which he is. We which am, he is. Probably A- could. 100%. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is what makes it so hot, <laughs> <laughs> is that, like.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, you know, spanking, depending on how hard we're talking, is this even really spousal abuse? I don't know. I mean,. Psycho- this is more like psychological abuse at I this mean, point I think
0: I mean if you're hitting somebody it's physical abuse yeah. right and she, like, but you if know? she's
1: if she's like ha- voluntarily being like okay I will sit across your knee I, I mean like what is the scenario do you wrestle your wife and they you know what I mean do they paint a picture <laughs> of like is she supposed to just be like oh, they don't okay yes spank me now you but know like the
0: next paragraph does lend a little bit of if an inference okay. we can make to it. Uh, he says some of the women who have contacted me over the years were raised in homes where their fathers spanked their mothers and they expected it and even embraced the concept as they entered into their marriages. Other learned of the benefits of CDD for their marriages from otherwise and embraced this practice later in life. So like based on that, like bitches are writing into him being like, yeah, I saw my mom get spanked. So like, I don't know if I don't think it's like a necessarily like a, I'm gonna wrestle you down and spank you yeah. unless like you haven't talked about it it's and you just don't the have her, a parent. I mean, if you said you don't they have were her consent, you. and you're like I'm gonna fucking spank you, and you have to chase her down. That's you know definitely like the scenario. But I think like if in these situations where it's like. You know they've been thoroughly brainwashed and indoctrinated, and like you know psychologically abused believe believing these things. It's just like get over here, you're yeah. getting spanked. Well, yeah, I guess I'm and wondering it, about the tenor of so the way they say that it. you're having to watch your dad spank your mom in front of you.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I just am thinking about you know when 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 we were kids in our in our I mean when my mom would spank us, you know, like uh, spank or whip or whatever. They at one point because it was always. You know, just they were livid and, and filled with rage, and you know, especially my mother, and she would, um, you know, demand that we, you know, get on our uh, hands and knees, whatever. What is it? Cross your ankles? Was
0: it? Yeah, that?
1: yeah, and um, and. One day in our family home evening, you know, they gave us this whole speech about how they read a whole thing about how you're supposed to be being disciplined out of love. And so and they hope they that we understand that any time that they're hitting us, like it's it's out of love because they're trying to raise us right and stuff. And so if we ever wanted to in the like in the moment where we were going to be uh, spanked, or if we ever wanted to ask them to pause and give us a hug and like they say that they love us or whatever that they would and i mean even just hearing that at their mouth i was like bullshit mm. that is not ever the tone of what is happening when you're about to hit us there's no um can we pause and fucking hug no it's yeah. my mother was in a rage and so but it's so interesting so i'm like is that what's going on like is it that they're um <clears throat> they get into a rage, you know, whatever, Ashley, you know, it's like, <laughs> Ashley, great choice <laughs> of <the> name. <laughs> and, you know, or are they like, Ashley, we've talked about this and you spent, again,
0: you're over your budget. You're
1: over your budget. So, you know, I'd I need like you to th- go kneel across the bed. Is, you know, like, see both of those equally not- turn me on. Right. So it's like, how is that not?
0: Kinky. Kinky.
1: I Are the girls just kind of going like, hmm, that's kind of hot. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think on some level it's got to be hot to them. I mean, it, like I, I think like you can't like be in that situ- like, situation. And I mean, I guess that's not true. Mm. I, I couldn't be that, in that situation. I just can't put myself there empathetically and like think about it not being hot well, if right, they're really I know-
1: ab- like abusive and and like if they were like my parents then i don't think that that would be hot i think that you're living in a nightmare abusive situation i think anytime absolutely- this is
0: happening it's an abusive nightmare. well totally
1: but i'm saying you in, know in
0: my idealized world like yeah. somebody has like a monicum of restraint and like has like done like good like work where they talk through and set out like the outline yeah. like they say like Help your wife become okay with like this. Like in my world, where this is done somehow, somehow done right. Yeah, they've like taught through that. Like, yeah, you know, like if you spend over your budget, like for every like ten dollars, that's you know ten swats. Yeah, or whatever. Right, and so it's like, yeah, we're gonna, and then when and it's, then we're
1: gonna fuck because we're be really so turned on by the fact that we're doing yeah, shit. and then it's
0: your job to satisfy me as your wife, and yeah. they, like, they both get get off and on just, it. Yeah, somehow. exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. If you just have, but like, I don't like, think the, um, that's ever fucking happened these poor Christians. <laughs> what, if the poor Christians who just have a dom-sub relationship consensually like
0: i ugh, mean it would ch- it would change the world change
1: everything if you're gonna do this you know and let and maybe in a, a lot of households the woman needs to be the one um doling out the discipline so that's another thing they get yeah. wrong here i mean it depends on the relationship because apparently yeah if someone is like significantly older than the other person whatever the sex or gender or whatever they might well you know be able to enter that kind of dom-sub relationship in a healthy fun productive way
0: yeah but that's just called having a good relationship know. you don't even need the christianship for that yeah but you can use it oh yeah
1: if you are a christian <laughs> you may as well like make that's like the whole point of use, christianity use the tools
0: you got available to you you know
1: mm-hmm. i mean other than like the sermon on the mountain stuff that was good too but you know it's like ugh, why be a christian if you're not gonna do some cdd play
0: <laughs> <laughs> some cdd shit <laughs> One of the most important things I've learned from these wife spanking mentoring cu- wife spanking mentoring couples that's a wild should be hyphenated thing. Like I just want to be a wife spanking mentoring couple. Mm-hmm. Like oh. let us come in and teach you. Fluids. One of the most important things I've learned from these couples is that it's very difficult and rare to get a wife to accept wife spanking if she is past her mid 20s, especially yeah. into her 30s. So it's important to reach women with these mentoring programs while they're still nice. young and moldable. Nice. Oh, God. All right, all right, all right. <laughs>
1: Thank God. <laughs> Will you um, send this to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Actually, you should post it. Post it on. I'll take screen our screenshots show and post it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta. Uh, can you put it in like the iTunes description? Yeah, I'll just make
0: this the description of the episode. <laughs> oh God. Um, and whenever I teach on wife spanking, I always get asked if I spank my wife. The answer is no, and the reason uh, is because my old. wife comes from she's a my
1: equal. M- <laughs> I can't control. She all yeah, not let me. Yeah,
0: he says my wife comes from a moderate feminist background, and she's in her mid forties, which uh-huh. makes her far less moldable. A far less moldable wife.
1: She actually kind of molds me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she would never submit to wife spanking or even a mentoring program with another couple. Again, this is not to say that we as Christian husbands cannot or should not engage in disciplining our wives, even if they are older and far less moldable than our younger wives. It means that we have to use a different set of non-physical disciplinary (gasps) tools with our wives. I outlined some of these tools in my article, Seven Ways to Discipline Your Wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, God. Does his wife know about this website? (laughs)
0: i just don't know a secret life for him finally any husband reading this needs to accept the possibility that his grooming attempts will be met with complete rejection by his wife even if she claims to be a biblicist christian and is and even if she is young this is because sin corrupts us all in different (laughs) ways the feminine nature that god designed was a submissive one one which desired to be dominated by the masculine human nature But sin corrupted both the masculine and feminine human natures that God designed. And sin corrupts these natures in many different ways. Sin can can sometimes corrupt the feminine nature by making it more dominant than submissive, while at the same time it can corrupt the masculine nature by making it more passive or submissive rather than the dominant as God designed it to be. All women have their God-given submissive natures corrupted to one degree or another, but some have their nature so corrupted that there is little to nothing of the sweet, submissive nature God meant woman to have. Meant women to have.
1: Amazing. I like that. it's like, oh, it's just sin. It's like if you have ever seen a handful of baby girls, um, you will very quickly, you know, it, it's not it's not a few months until you're like, oh, look at their very different natures, you know sin like these people have already been these girls have already been corrupted by whatever television Hollywood culture and stuff like please 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 some little baby girls are kind of submissive some are quite rambunctious and whatever you know just mm-hmm. s- save it <sighs> these people that's hot but um, you know I just get ruffled But that being said, I will submit to the girl.
0: I mean, yeah, no. I mean, it ruffles me also. Like, even reading shit like this, like, it's hilarious and hot. But, like, when you get... The fact
1: that some people... Yeah, when you remember that some people really believe this shit earnestly and it's not a kink thing.
0: I mean, I grew up, you know, around a A lot lot of extremely religious people, like... Like, you know, watching like their moms be treated like that, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I would, we, like, it was just a fact of the matter. Like, it's patriarchy. Like, yeah, they were it, little.
1: This is a patriarchal household, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People want to talk about, some people want to talk about the, the patriarchy in very like abstract ways. And some of us are like, I was raised in a patriarchy, you know? Yeah. It's the man is the head of the household, sits at the head of the table, is the arbiter of things, is the one who calls on who gets to pray, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, fucking talk to me about patriarchy
0: yeah there's unfortunately. there's
1: 12 men and there's this three at the top and then 12 men and then 70 more men and then, more men and then a bunch more men and a bunch more men and a bunch more men all around the world who control this whole thing and yeah
0: yeah <sighs> unfortunately it's Patriarchy is also super the hot. fucking hottest thing it's in the world. Super it's hot. Like just. I mean, matriarchy know? is also hot, but it, it's hot in
1: a different way. It's, yeah. it's not. It's mommy hot. Patriarchy's or daddy hot. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, there's like a degrading sense it's to the degra- patriarchy. Yeah. That's like kind of like oh. anal
1: orgasms versus clitoral orgasms for me. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I can
0: see that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a totally different. Yeah, you should just call it like your 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 your, your,
0: your, your mommy hole and your daddy hole. Oh they yeah. each have their own hole. Yeah. That only makes sense. I think.
1: Oh, do we do a sex fetish?
0: I don't. I mean, I think CDD is the sex fetish. Oh, you're right. The whole
1: episode was a big sex fetish. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Well, you know, (coughs) it happens and happens. No, we had
0: stuff before that. (coughs) Yeah. We talked for a while. We talked for like 30 minutes before that. I mean, we've got like an hour and a half of stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cut a lot of the CDD down.
1: This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios.
0: We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao. This has been a Hoo-Ha-Ha
1: podcast.